Hey guys, this is Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? So we got to make more progress. And for patients who still haven't gotten your kids vaccinated, please get them vaccinated. Look out for their interest here. It's the best way to protect them. And for parents with kids <clears throat> too young to be vaccinated, surround your kids with people who are vaccinated. And make sure you're masking in public so you don't get COVID and give it to your kids. Look, we have no reason to think at this point that Omicron is worse for children than previous variants. We know that our kids can be safe when in school, by the way. That's why I believe schools should remain open. You know, they have what they need because of the American Rescue Plan where the first month we were in office, or second month, that I signed in March, we provided the states with 130 billion, with a B, billion dollars to specifically keeps our students safe and schools open. The great masses will more easily fall victims to a big lie than to a small one. Adolf Hitler said that, and he broadcast the big lie to the world. The Hitler gang joined in, the big lie growing bigger. The Nazi voices are still now, but the big lie lives. New faces, new voices. Stalin and the Stalin gang. The big lie, bigger and bigger. Hitler built an altar to the big lie. It was at Nuremberg. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, Our greatest, greatest responsibility. The news site Deadspin recently produced a mashup video that went viral and unsettled many Americans. Plaguing our country. It exposed how America's largest broadcaster forced its local anchors to read an Orwellian script. The Sinclair Broadcasting Group demanded its local anchors recite the same lines, demonizing media and sowing distrust with warnings like this. The sharing of bias and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. What's worse, if you actually watch Sinclair's programming, you'll see they violate almost everything they warn against. So far, no hearings on the big uranium deal. That's right. That's a Sinclair host promoting the debunked conspiracy theory that Hillary Clinton gave away 20% of America's uranium to Russia. That could involve kickbacks to the Clinton Foundation. Oh, and here's another segment alluding to the baseless conspiracy theory that a Democratic staffer was murdered for leaking party emails to WikiLeaks. There's a theory. Democratic National Committee emails were given to WikiLeaks by a DNC whistleblower who was later gunned down. Maybe it was him. Maybe it was the Russians. And what about this warning? Some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda. To personal bias? 
Well, Sinclair actually has an entire syndicated segment that does exactly that. The host is a former Trump media advisor. Local Sinclair stations are forced to broadcast his pieces multiple times a week. Predictably, they almost always defend Trump. Facts show that our country is fine and it is heading in the right direction. And this third warning from Sinclair. We are concerned about the troubling trend of irresponsible, one-sided news stories plaguing our country. Sinclair even dedicated a segment to the existence of a secretive deep state, void of any evidence. It's a term President Trump tweeted about earlier this year. The main source, another former Trump advisor, Sebastian Gorka. Talking at the highest levels of U.S. government. The main facts, a public opinion poll. The only skepticism offered in the two-minute piece were these six seconds. Some critics call the deep state a conspiracy theory, peddled by Republicans hoping to undermine the FBI. Clearly, Sinclair doesn't practice what they preach. Large corporations with partisan agendas should not be broadcasting into 72% of American households under the guise of local news. That's why federal regulators must stop Sinclair's purchase of Tribune Media. What's up, guys? Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? Good? Today we're talking about the big lie. There's a lot of big, big lies out there. One of them is the uh, liberal New World Order that Joe Biden wanted so firmly to uh, take advantage of. We've got to lead it. we got to lead it. Today, Putin says otherwise. He says the West has lost Ukraine. Yes, guys, he's signifying victory in Newsweek. Putin says, West has lost Ukraine. Breakdown of American world order. Russian President Vladimir Putin, that the war in Ukraine is signaling the end of the U.S.-led international order. During a meeting with the Russian parliament's leadership, Putin of Ukraine. They should have realized that they from the very beginning, guys. This article is very interesting. 
the beginning of the transition from the liberal new world order globalist american egocentrism to a truly multipolar world has begun it's just so interesting the uh facets of this matrix that these democrats and republicans have inflicted on our country not only have they lost the uh world or liberal new world order in Europe, but they lost our civil liberties, our respect, and our entire constitution a long time ago with the Patriot Act was put into place. Be free thinking, innovative, and open minded. This is Tommy Nation Politics, the new independent progressive media. And uh, I allow you a voice on the chat. I think I have my some guests coming, who knows? But I do have a point to make. And I won't be silenced. I shall not be silenced. Hey guys, this is Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing Tommy, Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? Decision might be reconsidered. The president.
Hey guys, this is Tommy with Tommy Nation Politics. How's everyone doing today? Frederick Douglass, once a slave, became a brilliant and powerful leader of the anti-slavery movement. In 1852, he was asked to speak in celebration of the 4th of July. Fellow citizens, pardon me and allow me to ask, why am I called upon to speak here today? What have I or those I represent to do with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? And am I, therefore, called upon to bring our humble offering to the national altar and to confess the benefits and express devout gratitude for the blessings resulting from your independence to us? I am not included within the pale of this glorious anniversary. Your high independence only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared not by me. The sunlight that brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. To drag a man in fetters into the grand illuminated temple of liberty and call upon him to join you in joyous anthems were inhuman mockery and sacrilegious irony. Do you mean, citizens, to mock me by asking me to speak today? What to the American slave is your 4th of July? I answer, a day that reveals to him more than all other days of the year the gross injustice and cruelty to which he is a constant victim. To him, your celebration is a sham. Your boasted liberty, an unholy license. Your national greatness swell. Your sounds of rejoicing are empty and heartless. Your denunciation of tyrants, brass-fronted impudence. Your shouts of liberty and equality, hollow mockery. Your prayers and hymns, your sermons and thanksgivings, with all your religious parade and solemnity, are to him bombast, deception, impiety, and hypocrisy, a thin veil to cover up crimes that would, it, that would disgrace a nation of savages. There's not a nation of the earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people in states at this very hour. At a time like this, scorching irony, not convincing argument, 
is needed. Oh, had I the ability and could reach the nation's ear, I would today pour forth a stream, a fiery stream of biting ridicule, blasting reproach, withering sarcasm, and stern rebuke. For it is not light that is needed, but fire. It is not the gentle shower, but thunder. We need the storm, the whirlwind, the earthquake. The feeling of the nation must be quickened. The conscience of the nation must be roused. The propriety of the nation must be startled. The hypocrisy of the nation must be exposed and the crimes against God and man must be proclaimed and denounced. But John Henry Falk may have experienced the most profound effect. He was a graduate student when he interviewed the former slaves, including the two women you hear in this broadcast. Himself interviewed just before he died in 1979, Falk was going on about how he believed in giving blacks the right to go to school, giving them the right to vote, giving them the right to go into anything they qualified for. And then he said, Guys, once again, we find ourselves in an insurgency. At Yahoo, expert on civil war says the U.S. is heading towards urgency. And no, not insurrection. We've got problems right here in River City, the 21st century version. F. Walter told the Post, the U.S. is displaying behaviors for conflict. She said the U.S. is pointing, which is more decentralized, an expert in political violence. She says the extremists, whatever they are, could be the radical left. They're bringing the entire country. They're bringing the entire country, guys. To insurgency. And let me tell let me tell you something, guys. Michael Gardner's here from the Patriot Ego podcast. And I think he's got some uh someone talking in the background. Who is that, Michael? Uh yeah, hang on one second. Let me close the door here so we can hear it a little bit better. I love live. Sorry about uh, that, buddy. So much music. Hey, bro, it's cool. Uh, like, you know, it's the fun thing about the, this, the fun thing and the not-so-fun thing about live podcasting is that anything can happen and you just learn to go with it no matter what. That's yeah. what I learned. Yeah. But I'm glad you're on the show. I'm glad you're on the show because uh, I did want to talk to you, to you mainly. Uh, uh, I, I know you didn't get a lot to talk in. I'm talking to your, your show. I was just on his show, guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you I, I was basically trying to, trying to cover the show as best as I could, and I usually have my uh, – um, my my producer Eric that does a lot of the backdrop, you know, uh, behind the scenes type of stuff. I gotta tell you, Tommy, I'm gonna say this on the air: it is extremely hard to not only be your host but be your own personal producer. It is extremely hard. Hell yeah, it is. Bro. <laughs> I hope I was doing, you know, I hope I was doing good on my own show with the overlays, the graphics, the video plugins. You I were. mean, it's hard, man. It's hard. 
That's what I do, so, bro. Every day, every every Tuesday. But you were doing great. You were doing great. You just needed to talk a lot. So I was like, I'm glad he's coming on the show. Because, uh, yeah. you know, I you had some good questions. You know, you're like, are you a social worker? I want to work with you. Uh, but, like, literally, Michael, it's getting bad. Like, they say we're heading towards civil war. All of the things that were happening during the civil, like, right before the civil war, they're happening now. I keep giving oh, getting these parallels. History, Tommy. I keep getting yeah. these parallels. So crazy. So that's why so I'm like desperate. I'm like, that was the time to like, we have to come together for the common good. Otherwise, we're gonna, we're, it's gonna be bloody. There's gonna be violence. What are your uh, well, people on the on your show? Is like, don't let there be violence. I don't know what else there could be, but violence. It's the only thing left now. Oh Seems. yeah, that's that was actually from uh, uh, from my uh, my third co-host. We're actually adding a third co-host show. Uh, that is from uh, Liz Dexia eighty two. The handle of Twitch. Uh, goes by the name Dex. So Dex will be joining us on uh, July 25th. Uh, he was blowing up the panel along with other people there. Uh, you know, yeah, Tommy, there's always going to be, you know, chaos, uh, you know, drama, trauma, everything in this country. I think it's going to be a long time before we actually become united. And, you know, I say that. So why is that? You think? Why is that? You know, because, Tommy, we, yeah. we have. Uh, we have conflicts in this country, uh, uh, major conflicts overcome. We can't come together. You know, we can't sit at the campfire and sing Kumbaya and think tomorrow's going to be okay. You know, it, it, it's it's getting to a point right now. You know, everybody's angry. Everybody's upset. You know, like everybody wants to each other's heads off. And for what? For what? Like, you know, like. For the Democrats and Republicans. That's why, you know, everybody wants to a party issue. I don't think it's a party issue. I think it's more of a, of an individual issue. You know, I think people need to like, you know, put six to the side and, 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 and just like say, you know, enough is enough, you know, like let's stop making a party issue. You know, I just thought about that as I got off the airwaves not too long ago on my own show, you know, and, um, you know, I'm thinking I'm like, we're making this a party issue. Again, let's make it an individual issue. Let's look at our differences, put them to the side, and say, you know what? If that's what you enjoy doing, you know, to each his own, you know? That's what I love about you, bro. You are a real conservative. That's why I had to, when I, when I met you, I had to study conservatism because I didn't know it very well. But you're very, to the T, conservative. The individual's issue. I mean, you have real principles and values, bro, which is why it kills me when I, you call the radical left out, because I feel like you're smearing us. And we actually have more in common than we do, than we than, than well, Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney. Right, right. Well, you understand why why conservatives are labeling the left as radicalized, right? Uh, because you know, let's 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 now go into the party, right? Let's 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 put the individual to the side. All right, folks, go have a cup of coffee. We got this. All right, let's go to the party thing now, okay? The radical left have never been the radical left. Sure, we've had the far right. We've had the left in this country for, for decades, right? It's always been like this. Everybody wants to say, like, the radical left and the far right. Like, it just came into existence. No, they've been called those two titles for generations, now, the left has earned the new title radical because of their principles and agendas 
that they're orchestrating into this country. Uh, you know, the Democrats, Tommy, they're not the same Democrats of the great JFK. No. They have been that party since that time. And I think that's one of the reasons, sadly, that the, J- the great JFK was assassinated. Because his own party seen uh, that he did not share the same principles as as their own movement. So a lot of people like was JFK was JFK really a conservative under disguise? Uh, I think he was, Tommy. I think he was making that transition into a Republican ticket because he seen where the Democrats were going. That was the turning point, I think, where the Democrats were becoming radicalized. You know, they were they were becoming that demonized party. They were using. Uh, politics to influence and brainwash, you know, the general public. You know, they were saying, oh, you know, vote Democrat. We, we have you. We, we're going to create good jobs. We're going we're gonna to protect your pensions. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Tommy, broken promises for the last 30 plus years, 40, right? But, Michael, okay, so you're making a good argument, but don't you remember in First, the 1850s, there was the 1850 Compromise, and the Democrats and Republicans, by the way, Abraham Lincoln was a Whig, and he transitioned into the Republican Party, like you say, Jeff K. did, uh, was transitioning. Um, he, the Democrats at that time, Stephen Douglas, he right. uh, did, did the whole slave states, free states thing. That's what started this whole Civil War thing. Okay, that really, it did. Because then it started to have, okay, well, the states say this, the North says this, the North and the South Constantly fighting because now they have now they have a talking point. Now they have a wedge, right? It's a wedge issue. That was one of the first wedge issues that the Democrats and Republicans came up with. So that's why I keep telling you that it is a party issue. These two parties from evil, they began and from evil, they will return. I mean, don't you think they began on slave states and free states? Go back to what I was talking about. Like the reason why they act like this is because you have a party that wants to demonize the other party. Uh, you know, you right. have a party for all reason that, for for votes, for our votes. Well, yeah, but the true the true the true party will represent the people of this country. You, you know, yes there are republicans that are literally straight up fucking rhinos. You know, they don't care about the individual. You know, they 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 do whatever they have have to do this to, to, to remain in power. You know, you see that, like you mentioned, Liz Cheney, right? A rhino, a big, big rhino, right? She's doing everything in her power right now for the January 6th committee to try to keep Trump from running for 2024, you know? I mean, this right. is so name I a small agree, example. Yeah. yeah. So why, do you, why but, is she a rhino and not a Republican? She doesn't care about well, the individual? Is that what you said? Well, it's not that she doesn't care about the individual. She cares about power. Power more than anything. She may look as she cares about the individual. She might picture where she'll say, oh, I care about this. I care about that. You know, I'm for you. I will protect you. I will have your voice. But in the end of the day, she's just caring about holding on to her seat pretty much. So that's exactly what Joe Biden's doing. So why is he radical left? These guys are corporatist, neoliberal, neocon puppets of the rich. They're not left or right. They are the problem. That's what. That's my argument. 
That's what I keep coming back to, Michael. Now well, you're right the about thing. the individual. Our as individual yeah. individuals, we have a choice whether or yeah. not to vote for these people or not. We have a well, choice. Well, here's the thing: when, when you hear, hear "radical," like what do you think about the term "radical"? When somebody says "radical," they're they're, they're labeling them radical because of their of their demeaning character on how. You, here's the thing: conservatives want to say the left, the Democrats, are more radical than than the Republicans. I'll give them that. Some are. Some Democrats are more radical than and than Republicans. You do have a very low portion of radical Republicans. Okay, let's look at Liz Cheney. Let's look at Mitt Romney. All radical Republicans. The reason why we call them radical politicians is because of their demeanor of character. Donald Trump labeled it very, very accurately in the last four years of his presidency. He said he wanted to drain the swamp. Do you think he was referring to just Democrats? No, he was referring to radicalized politicians, such as your Mitt Romney's, your Liz Cheney's, your Joe Biden's, your Kamala Harris's, Nancy Pelosi's. You get the memo, right? That's what he was referring to. That sounds great, but he didn't succeed. Why did he not succeed? I don't think he didn't succeed. They're there. He's the, not. They're no, there. I don't think the movement has been, has been, has has died out. I, I don't think it has died out. I think the movement. I think his mission is still very much alive. I think he has unfinished business. I think he wants to run in twenty twenty four. Uh, Lizney, uh, was it uh, Lizney Graham? My words. Senator Graham of South Carolina just said. That he sees Donald Trump literally announcing for the 2024 presidency in the, in the next coming weeks, possibly month. While I if you look, new, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'll, yeah, while I'll, if I'll, you looked at the news, the headlines are coming out just earlier today, stating that the GOP party, the GOP party, is literally begging Trump, begging Trump not to make an announcement. They know he's going to make an announcement to run for 2024. Of course they are. They're literally instigating him right now in the January 6th commission with the Democrats. This is an unholy alliance. That's just another coup. This is an unholy alliance, bro. Yeah, Tommy, that's just another coup. That's another coup to to try to not allow him to run for the ticket. They did the same crap with the Russia collusion, the Mueller reports, you know, the, the PP tapes where they they, they said he would, you know, he had Russian strippers peeing on him in a freaking hotel yep. room somewhere, which I thought Still was just, I laughed my ass off. I thought, that, I thought that was the most funniest one I've all. Isn't it funny how they never showed any of these tapes, even though everybody said they had them? It's almost like yeah. they didn't have them. It's almost like I've they never made, seen this, any this Russian strippers peeing on him. Yeah, but I mean, I they far. didn't have the dark. They lied. <laughs> so if that wasn't the radical local. That was, that was John Brennan of the CIA. It's proven. Guess where those tapes were released on? The Rachel Maddow Show, 2021. John Brennan got on, the director of the CIA, and Rachel Maddow walked into a hand-in-hand to a studio on MSNBC and just played that whole thing. That's how they rolled it out. It was like a promotional. It was like a buy one, get one free. So I'm just saying these leftists are – I mean, it's not – they're not leftists. They're literal deep state people. Trump had it correctly. He had the deep state. They were always on his ass. In fact, he tried to revoke their clearances. Peter Stroke leads the page. That's what got even more pissed. 
And I really do think, honestly, that's why he lost, bro. Because you can't fuck with the deep state. They're unelected spooks who go into other countries and fucking overthrow their governments. How long did you think it was going to be before they overthrew our government? How long do you think that was going to be? Because that's what they do. So that's how I feel about the CIA. And that's literally what they're trying to do. It's like getting mad at a fucking pit bull for biting. Yeah, they, they were, you know, they were, uh, this is this is something that, you know, Trump warned us about, you know, uh, for the last four years of his presidency. You know, that the the Democrats, if they get into power, uh, they're going to they're going to try to uh, overpower us and this and that. I mean, they've been trying to do this for years and they're actually succeeding. from the CIA. It was Brennan. Huh? It was Brennan, not the Demo- it was Brennan, not the Democrats. Brennan rolled out the Steele dossier. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Right? Uh, so, I had uh, uh, the opportunity of looking. Uh, if you go back to uh, the very first episode, I had uh, Pedro Orta on, the former yeah. CIA agent that you were very him. well of uh, uh, aware of. I him. remember him. <laughs> uh, we got into yeah, we got into deep state of muck. And he covered de- deep state of muck very, very uh, accurately. You know of what did, what, what did he say? What did he say? About what's that? that? What did he say about that? The deep state about of the, muck. Yeah, yeah, the deep state. Well, of muck. he was talking about you know highly. We got into uh, manipulation. We got into brainwash. Uh, we got into uh, things that um, that he can say. You know, on the record, where he's allowed to say. You know, when you're when when you're a, a retired CIA agent, uh, for those who don't know the in you know the world of CIA, uh, you literally have to take it to the grave, where there are classified information that you're not allowed to discuss on a podcast, on a talk show, anywhere along the internet. Uh, you know, literally take it to the grave. You discuss any of that, uh, you know, you're committing American treason. You know, and. That's pretty much that's that's a death sentence, Tommy. It doesn't you know? sound like a gang bang. It doesn't sound like gang members to you at all. Just wondering. All of this the CIA about the classified information. That's completely unconstitutional. There's nothing in the Constitution about classified information. Well, We're supposed to be seeing you know, everything. Yeah, they. You know. Yeah, I agree with some of that you're saying, but you know, classified. The the term classified. We have to use that uh, to basically secure and seal. Uh, the greatest secrets of our country. You know, we do that for a reason, Tom, Tommy, because why? why? You know, I want to know. I want to know why, why. Because we, you know, all right. I, I'll tell you now versus then. Okay. We do it more now these days because of the society that we, we, we've become. We've become a very high tech society, not only in America, but across the world. You know, like, yeah, just because you have internet here, you can get the same internet in the UK and any other country along that, for that matter. So when we do things, certain things in this country, we have to do it very responsibly. Because if we do it irresponsibly, well, we're setting us up for you know foreign conflicts with other countries. You know, so when they say classified information, they're not doing it to to be you know spiteful and nasty and everything, and like you say, gangbangers and stuff. They're not but doing it. The like classified that. information that's unclassified proves that they're always gangbanging. 
Like when they fucking harassed Martin Luther King, when they uh, tried to get him to commit suicide. Every time there's something like classified uh, Afghanistan papers, no clear objective. No what, clear you objective. Talk, what you're talking about, Martin so Luther every King, time, right? Every time something's unclassified, it, it appears that they are gangbangers. Yeah. That's where I'm at, bro. Every time something's unclassified after 20 years, it turns out these guys are gangbangers who started the whole shit themselves. So well, I'm, going on their about, I'm, going, I'm going on their pattern here. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. talking about Martin Luther King, right? Like, well, let, this links right to your title of your episode tonight. Okay. You know, uh, I don't think that Martin Luther King was, was assassinated because of that. I think they assassinated him is because they did the same thing that they did to JFK. He was exposing corruption, Tommy. He was. And when you expose corruption to high levels, whether they're politicians or they're public figures, the establishment of that, they don't like that. Of course not. You can go back to you can go back to uh to early days of the Italian mafia, right? Where the mafia would relate to the same type of scenario. You know, even in their own family, the crime families, they would do the same thing. You know, like, you know, you got, you know, like the movies, the Godfather and, and Goodfellas, uh, and, and uh, De Niro, they labeled it very, very accurately. You're you must right. take it to the grave, you know, you know? No, like that's exactly you, yeah yeah I, I learned more about the I learned more about the U.S. government in those movies Godfather and uh, fellas that I never did school I learned oh, more really? about the U.S. government because yeah. they operate just like the mob they do pretty sure that's why they took the mob out and the claim because they were just like well, no it was it was pretty much like it's pretty much like crime families and uh, it was like the Wild West for the longest time. You had all these bank robbers from the mafia and then uh, Al Capone. And then you had, of course, you know, the U.S. government. You had the Klan lighting shit on fire everywhere. So they were the first to go. (laughs) Well, you know, I like to say one thing, Tommy. Like, you know, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, the Italian mafia coming back into presence because, you know, you know, folks, this might kind of sound kind of like a little dark here. But, like, during the 60s through the early 90s up in New York and, you know, Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and stuff like that, Boston, right down in Florida, Philadelphia would literally, like, make make sure the streets were actually safe. You know, they weren't, like, you know, they weren't shooting everybody just left and right like maniacs. They literally kept the neighborhood safe. They were acting as, like, you know, Mainly like a police force. I mean, they yeah. got a little nuts sometimes, Tommy. But like, oh, yeah, they yeah. they kept the streets I clean. I agree. They did a better job than our government did. <laughs> you, were, you were right. They did a better job right that our own police force did. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. That's funny, right? So the big lie. I, I want to tie it all into this because, of course, the big lie is the fact that what they're trying to push in the, in the MSNBC and the mainstream media is that that Trump says he won the election and it was. A fake election. But I feel like the big lie, honestly, is just the fact that uh, even though we vote for these two parties, we don't get anything we want. We won't. We voted for the Democrats. And and it says even more, even if even if there was no fraud, if we did vote for the Democrats and they, we got 81 million votes, 
And we told Joe Biden we wanted health care, a living wage, a Green New Deal, and all this stuff. We're still not getting anything we want. So it's that's the big lie to me. The big lie to me is that we can vote for whoever we want to. But at the end of the day, the issues that we want to accomplish will never happen. That's the big lie to me. You know, what do you think about that? It, it, exactly. I mean, it, it's, it's very similar. Like I heard this from another show. Uh, I think you're actually backing off the great Dr. Michael Savage of the uh, Savage Nation podcast. You know, like Dr. Michael Savage, if you know him, you know, he, he resides up in San Francisco, California. He's been on the airwaves for like almost 30 years. You know, know. Dr. Savage said this on a show the other day. A hat tip to Dr. Savage. Love you. Continue to do what you're doing, which is getting attacked every single day. Um, he said something that the the big lie, right? Are we seeing the big lie? Is it being exposed in America more and more and more uh, since 2020? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're seeing it every single day. They're pushing different narratives to it. You know, like uh, just the other day I heard, uh, what was it? Um, the, the, the slavery thing. They want to push slavery now. They want to bring that back into play. Of course, it was very lucrative. <laughs> it was very lucrative for people, slavery. But, and sharecropping, but, that was the best thing. That was a big lie, too. But why do we have to go back to that? Why can't we go forward? Why do we have to constantly repeat our history? Yes, America had dark history with slavery. Yeah. But why do we have to go back that avenue? I don't know. That's a good question. Why do you think they're, why do you think they're making us repeat it? Just like this whole thing with Putin. Uh, now, Putin's pissing people off right now because he just pretty much said that he, he claimed victory. I don't know if you know the news, Michael, but just today he claimed victory over Ukraine. He said the new world. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. He said the liberal new world order is over. Yeah, there was that. a tremendous uh, video that came out on Breitbart News. Uh, tremendous content. Hat tip over to Breitbart News. I always give hat tips to where it's due. But, uh, you know, Breitbart put out a good piece on Putin. Uh, Putin's a. You know, he, he's a fucking animal. He really is. I mean, the man is, he's smart, though. You got to give him his due, uh, Tommy. He's very smart. Uh, this guy's a former intel officer. Yeah, he, he, he is. He, he, he's a be- fucking animal. He's an animal. He'll do anything he can for world domination. You know, like the old uh, cartoon, you know, Pinky in the Brain. I, I want world domination. But that's, know, not that's, that's, that's not what he wanted. That's not what he's, he's always constantly talking about us and how fucked up we are. And now he wants to end our fucking grip over the world. You know what he's been talking about since the beginning. Why yeah, is that? You know, you know why he, he's doing that because he knows what the United States is capable of. We, we may look to the world as a very dumb, uneducated country to a lot. We are we're like, well, we're not, but let me raise that retract. Like we may look as on the world map, a dumb founded Stupid little country founded by cost, right? European colonists. But in reality, we're actually really, really strong. And we have the strongest military on the face of this planet. We have weapons. We have modern technology of weaponry. Wants what we have. He knows what we have. Nuclear weapons? He has those. Sure, every country does have nuclear weapons. 
Except for but Iraq. Our country. <laughs> well, Iraq has them too, but Iraq has them too. But we know. have we Tommy. Them, we didn't find those weapons in best direction. Where are right. they? You've, we you find those weapons still have. Time? Yeah, hold on. We still have the best of the best. Even though Biden left billions of millions of taxpayer money to Afghanistan and rebuilt that damn country. You know, the, the well, it didn't rebuild the country. It rebuilt their army, right? Yeah, it was pretty dumb. You that's know, another thing that's not right or left. Why would you leave the military? Why would you not leave the military and left? It's not right or left shit. This is some dumb shit that Joe Biden did. Why is he doing dumb shit like that? I don't understand. Well, it's not even blame, ideological. It's just him doing dumb shit. It's weird. Well, well, blame it on that's Biden. Weird. You blame it on the uh, yeah. You blame it on the Biden administration. You blame it on the Secretary of uh, Defense. Like Trump labeled them correctly. These are the most stupidest generals that we have in power. Literally, who the hell leaves weapons and pulls out their soldiers? Like who does that? I don't know. Nobody. That's why was that was that was the dumbest decision ever, and I don't even understand why. And then Biden lies about it. Then he lies about it. Oh no, yeah. no, it's not, I don't remember what I thought, but I remember there there was a consensus. And then he tells the media this, and there's like I said, Michael, like I keep saying, they're supposed to hold these people accountable. They don't. Yeah. Jimmy had a good point. Jimmy the Rant had a good point on your show. It's weird because uh, Eris said, "What other uh, president has had this like this much scrutiny?" I've never seen Joe Biden have such less scrutiny. And this while his fucking, from a- I have never yeah. seen this. Never seen the media look the other way this hard. This hard, bro. Yeah, and this is <clears throat> this is coming from a podcast host up in Toronto, Canada, that's never been on a political podcast show ever in his life. I mean, he does, like, was... interviews with different people. Uh, he has a huge following, you know? And, yeah. and I mean, I was blown away when he said that. I was like, wow, this is coming from a guy that's never been on a, pol- a political podcast ever before. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I, his, his, his son is doing, and, and like, really, they the Bush twins, remember that? Remember the Obama girls when they went to college? That they went. I know that the Obama girls were. Uh, they were, had a pr- apprentice with Harvey Weinstein. I know that because the media was all up in their grill. Well, I knew everything. Weinstein with, goes back to the Sasha Clintons. Weinstein yeah. with the Clintons. Yeah, but, a lot of but Hunter, out of there. But Hunter doing crack videos, bro. Nobody's showing them, bro. What the fuck is going on here, guys? Like, Where's the fucking crazy. laptop? Where's the laptop from hell? Is that is that why is that why they're ignoring it? Because they thought it was hacked by Russia first, so now they the damaged goods. They have to forget about the laptop and hunter now. I, I, I like, don't know. They're, they are. They're hiding that. They're hiding that. And, and where the hell has Kamala Harris been? Okay, is she in the hospital or something? I mean, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't seen her on the damn uh, TV. She, she was laughing about the war in, in Ukraine. So okay, she's okay. She's just she's oh, just that was taking just some giggle vacations. Excuse me, she did make it. She's taking yeah. some. She's, yeah, she's, she took some giggling vacations. Sure, her voice was uh, hoarse. But she's back giggling about things that are completely serious and people are dying. <laughs> so, yeah, the wi- I mean, like... The wicked, uh, yeah, the wicked witch of, uh, of Washington, D.C., yeah. It's, it's yeah. funny because, uh, Michael, I think, these de- I think this administration, I, Kamala Harris is not going to see the presidency. The Democrats are going to eat these two. They're already well, smelling blood. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Tommy. I, I not... Uh, 
tonight, but just re, uh, just last night, Soslin and I, uh, Sos, uh, we made actually a really good point on my show. You know, like we're getting to a point right now where if they don't invoke the 25th on uh, on on Joe, uh, it's going to come down to a point where they're going to force him out of office because of his ability. You know, he he, he cannot carry the helm uh, of this country. You know, it's going to come down to literally Harris being put into position as president and then the new vice president would become uh, Nancy Pelosi. And then get this. A lot of people don't realize this. And I and I was questioning Sauce. I was like, what? Are you sure, Sauce? Because I, I never question Sauce because Sauce is always on top of everything on a political scale. He's he's very highly intelligent, a very young kid, 23, 24 years old up in Madison, Wisconsin. You know, he was telling me that the new House Speaker possibly would go to uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, Why? She's the most ineffective. She's the most ineffective congresswoman in by by far. In the entire, she hasn't even signed made a bill. Why would they go but, to her? But but you know why it would go to her is because she has a strong threshold right now in Congress. They would appoint her as the new House Speaker. Who would who would appoint her? The Democratic the the, the Progressional Caucus, Pramita Jayapal. Well, that you was know so, who would that's appoint, who, that's you know who would appoint her. It would go oh. to the committee. It would go to the Senate committee, and it would also go to the Krugla, uh, both the House, both on the on the right and the left. Hmm. That would be foolish. That'd be foolish to make her because she's she's. And not you very, know who the president is right now, right, Tommy? Kamala Harris. No, no, no. Kamala Harris is the vice president. The, I know, but the, she's the, the president the, of the Senate. She's president oh of the yeah, Senate. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I didn't hear that last part. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Scary times. Yeah, that would be a bad decision because AOC is not bright. And she will. She, uh, you have to hesitate, Nancy Pelosi. You might not like her, but she's a savage, and she took Trump to the mat, bro. She used all of us as leverage. Trump had to get on Twitter and ask for a stimulus. Nancy Pelosi is a savage. Replacing a savage, savvy businesswoman with AOC would be the most idiotic thing you would could ever do, bro. Even if you were our evil Democrats that want to fucking take over the world, that would be the most that would be the most dumb thing you would ever do to make AOC speaker. Guys, I, I never thought I know, uh, a former bartender turned congresswoman. I never thought I would see that. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see that. I just wish she was a little bit smarter. And I wish she uh, stuck to her principles and values. And, and she's not lying about how. She, okay, this is the last thing I want to wrap up with you the Roe v. Wade, because I haven't talked to you about this. But she's the Democrats are now lying about how they thought it was settled law, even though they're the branch of government that makes the laws. AOC was in a town hall. Talking about how you know, I, there was misleading. We thought these Supreme Court justices had said it was settled law, even though we're the branch of the government. Well, the Constitution yeah. says only laws. The Supreme Court doesn't make laws, AOC. So yeah. what is this? What is with this lying? Is it is it because they don't want to make codify Roe v. Wade into law? Because they could. They have a supermajority, Michael. Just be objective about that. Do they not want to make Roe v. Wade law, or are they just trying to obfuscate their responsibilities? I don't well, know. Here's my. Here's my question on this. What is what does Biden think about that? I don't even fucking know. What do you think? Uh, you know I why I say that? I have no idea. Because you can go back to the 70s 
when Biden was actually in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. True. That's Go true. back to it, folks. Fact check me all you want. You'll see the article. Joe Biden was in favor of allowing the states, giving the states the power to overturn Roe v. Wade. That's he was saying it was up to the state's decision. That's exactly true. And uh, that's the facts, guys. So I don't understand what the fuck's going on. That's why I ask you, Michael, are they lying? or I was wondering, are they lying or are they doing it on purpose? That's my they're huge doing it question. on purpose. They're doing it on purpose because this is, this is a, a political party right now with no message. And uh, I've said this uh, just the other day on my show. Uh, the Biden ship is starting to sink. The, the fucking Titanic, the Biden Titanic has hit a freaking iceberg in the middle of the Atlantic. And there's no way of retrieving the ship from the depths because they see it. There's no message, Tommy. They, they, they failed this country. Literally failed this country. My show. I just wanted to end my show on that. Like, that was the best way to end the show. Deb Tannic, guys. Uh, guys, be free thinking innovative and open-minded. Tommy Asian Politics. Thanks for watching.